Hey, welcome back to another episode of the truth about real estate investing. Today, we're going to be talking about integrity. Right, so I am going to look at a deal. And this deal specifically was brought to me from another wholesaler. And you know, they basically emailed me. They saw me in a, in a group, um, a mentorship that I'm in. And they reached out and said, you know, what markets are you in? You know, where you might be looking for properties, um, you know, things like that. So they sent me the deal. And, you know, this deal specifically, I asked them, it's definitely the area that we're targeting. It's definitely something that I'm interested in. And, uh, you know, so I said, you know, can you get me some info on it? You know, it, it was basically the address and it says, are you interested? I'm asking 135 and, you know, it looks like it's worth 150. So first off, um, if you are a wholesaler in this business, you know, you have to make sure that you're giving room for your investors. Like, unless you're a turnkey investor, you know, you need to have some type of value add. Right. As you build your as you build your portfolio out or you're not going to have any equity. Right. You got to be able to build equity in these things. So first off, if you are a wholesaler and you're looking to get into business, you're looking to, you know, create um, create a good buyers list and some good resources. Like make sure you're bringing deals that have enough room in them for someone to be able to purchase and do something with. Because for me, I'm not a turnkey investor. And when you say turnkey, turnkey means it's rehab, it's ready to go, it's got a tenant in it. I'm basically buying it and it's cash flowing immediately. This property here, after doing some digging, I found out that was not the not that was not what was going on, right? So that wasn't the situation. So, anyways, basically send it over to me and I'm saying, okay, well, what else is there to the property? You know, I first off, it doesn't the numbers don't make sense. So no, I'm I'm not interested, but I'm interested in, in the property itself. Not interested in those numbers. So then they said, okay, well, what would you pay for it? Well, for me, I have a pretty niche niche criteria that I stick to. You know, I know that in the six desired zip codes that I like, um, that I can really be anywhere from one fifty to $200,000 on an ARV. So based off of those numbers, then, you know, I just kind of work backwards. So at 200,000, you know, I know that 70% of 200,000 is 140. So I know that I need to be all in at around 140 to say 150, 160 on a $200,000 house, right? On a $150,000 house, I know that I want to be all in at, you know, anywhere from 100 to 120. And, and that's my ballpark, right? And, and I know that houses that range from 900 or 800 square foot to 1200 square foot, you know, I can do those for about 20 to about $20 a square foot or less. Um, I like to give myself 20, 25 for room. Um, but I also stick to houses that are built after the 1940s. So I know that these builds are not, you know, a lot of these houses that are somewhat updated. I really like 1950s and newer. Um, just because they don't have the knob and tube, um, foundations are newer. You're not on rock foundations or block foundations. Um, you know, they're a lot easier to rehab. You're not really dealing with plaster. You're dealing with sheetrock or drywall. Um, so, you know, I, my criteria is pretty niche. So when someone sends me over a deal in an area that I know pretty well, um, I can evaluate that relatively quickly. 
Um, so that being said, they sent me over this deal. I said, well, you know, can I get some pictures of it knowing that, okay, this thing's worth 150. You know, I can be all in at 120, but, you know, I like to be in lower than that, right? If I can be all in at, at 110, I, that's preferred, right? Or less, you know, so, you know, I couldn't give them a direct answer. So I said, okay, um, well, I need to have more information on it. Well, then they send me pictures from a Zillow listing. So I'm like, okay, well, this person doesn't even have this house in contract at this point. Like they're just, it was an expired listing that I don't know if they came across it. Again, I don't know all the details in and out. So this is where the integrity comes in, right? One of the, one of the, uh, times here in this little issue that I'm dealing with or situation. Um, you know, so in my mind's like, okay, well, this person obviously doesn't want to do any work to get the details for me. You know, so now there's kind of just throwing it at me like, Hey, can you do anything with this deal? Right. And you know, that's great. But, and I'm all for referral fees. And, you know, if you're working something and you can't get it closed out and you need to send it my way, that's perfectly fine. And I'm more than happy to, to help you out, walk you through that pro- process and pay you for your work and pay you for your time. But if you haven't done anything and haven't got any information for me and you send me over something that basically I need to pry the answers or the questions out of you to know what is the deal with this with this property. Well, then I'm not really going to I'm not going to be too interested. Um, you know, at that point, I just started kind of digging, digging myself to see what I could find. Um, you know, I was able to find out that, you know, basically it was an out of state owner. Um, at some point, it was an expired listing. They listed it back in 2020 and in 19. So this is something they've been wanting to get rid of. So I've kind of been able to get some information on this house at this point. And me, I just dive in, I get the number of the person and I call them. Um, again, that's not something that I like to do because I don't want to ever go around somebody that put in the work, but if you're not going to put in the work and you're just going to send it my way, um, and expect me to basically give you a number, um, and you're not, you know, getting it in contract or just being transparent with me and saying, Hey, listen, I don't have this deal in contract. I'm working it. Um, you know, is it something that you would be interested in if I can get it in contract for you? Then 100%. But again, don't be shady. You know, don't, don't try to work, work around me to figure out what you're going to do with this deal. Like, I don't even know if they've, if they've even talked to this person or if they've just looked found expired listings knowing like, Hey, they listed it for 109 in 2020. I guarantee it. They'd sell it for 130 or 120. You know, would you be interested at it at 130? So that, that's kind of how my, where my mind went with all of this. So it did seem a little sketchy. But at that point, like I said, I just reached out to the person's number. I called him. Um, again, I don't even know if they reached out to him or not, but I did. And, you know, I called a lady. She doesn't answer. Here's a little tip, too. So when you're calling people, you know, you don't want to just drop uh, an email or a, a voicemail, um, you know, and just say, hey, you know, this is so-and-so. I'm calling about your house on 123 Main Street. Give me a call back when you get this. Most homeowners get bombarded with um, cold callers, you know, telemarketing, things like that. So first off, if they're going to hear you, um, you know, leave that kind of message, they're not going to call you back. If I would have left a message and said, I'm interested in your house, she would not not have called me back. So what I do, I just give them a call and leave my name and my number. That's it. So then it's up to them. Like, all right, well, they know that I'm American at that point where I'm not, I'm not, you know, um, Philippines or anything like that calling from, you know, it's calling from a, a cold calling dialer or whatever it might be. So, you know, they know that it's me calling. So I call and I say, Hey, you know, this is Mike McGovern. Um, give me a call back when you can three, zero, four, and then et cetera, et cetera. Right. Leave my number. So she calls me back and jump on the phone and we talk And the first thing out of her mouth. Right. She's like, Oh yeah. You know, you called me. Um, you know, how can I help you? And I said, yeah, I was actually interested. Um, you know, I saw that you had had a house on, on Ivyhurst that you had listed. 
Um, I was just calling to follow up with that. And first thing she says, well, I'm not selling to any investors. Okay, now this is where I question my personal integrity, right? Because I just kind of went around this person to get the deal because of how they were being about it. Now it gets fed back into my corner. And now how am I going to respond? My response was, I'm not an investor. I'm just looking for, I'm just, I'm interested in the property. My fiance and I are looking to, to buy a property. And, you know, a lot of times I will go through expired listings and, and reach out to people who, who potentially might be interested in selling. Now, my fiance and I are looking, not that we are looking in this area specifically, but if the right house came across, you know, we we're also interested in, in looking as well. <clears throat> and then also, you know, my, my mindset to this goes, I'm still solving her problem no matter what, if I'm an investor or not. And me, you know, just saying, hey, I'm just looking at this deal. I'm not, I'm not an investor. You know, I don't necessarily feel that I treat things like an investor. I, I'm very fair. I never want to beat anybody down on a price. You know, I know that, hey, I can go all in on this house at 120 grand. It looks to me like it needs 10 grand. Listen, I can be all, I can be in at 105. Can you make a deal out of it for me? I, I don't need massive amounts of equity in every one of these deals. I'm not trying to beat anybody up. You know, I just, I want to scale my portfolio out, let it build its, let it build equity into itself and have a little bit of room so I can pull my money out of the deal. That's it. I don't, I don't need to be a mat to have a massive cash out refi. And, you know, those deals come along, but success swings singles. So you have to be willing to take the one-off deals along the way because eventually the slam dunk deals are going to come through, but they're few and far between. So if you hold out on those deals and try to beat every person up to get them down to, you know, 50% of ARV, it's probably not going to happen. You know, you're, it's going to happen sometimes, but you're not going to be able to build out your portfolio. And that's where, you know, wholesaling can get tough because you, it's really a numbers game. You know, you've got to be attacking a lot of deals. And the thing is, deals are going to come through. You know, we had a wholesale deal last week that was for about 15 grand. Um, and that was just our normal marketing campaigns. It wasn't anything special. It was just what we were calling on. It happened to work out and we happened to find a good buyer on the back end was something that I wasn't interested in. So those deals are going to come and, you know, you're going to be able to eventually build a pipeline up that is going to have a lot of those deals in it. And those deals are going to be the ones that you follow up on for six months or 12 months to, to really land a big deal on them. You know, the ones that you just need to get into the portfolio and grow, but you got to be willing to, to, to not take massive margins on that and just take them for what you can. So again, you know, judge me or not, that's kind of the situation that I'm heading to now. I'm going to look at this property. I basically told the lady, you know, I'm not an investor. I'm just looking. Um, and she's like, oh, you know, my apologies. You know, I would definitely love to get, let you take a look at it. Come on out, see what you think. And um, we'll go from there. So my mind is, my mind goes to, all right, well, I know she's not working with any investors. So I can come in at a number that makes sense. I still know that I can buy it for cash. And then we can go from there. You know, I, I'll put it under my name and buy it. I don't have to put it into the LLC. And I can always quick claim it to the LLC. So if that's something that you weren't aware that you could do, um, you know, that's also a good idea when you're going into using residential lending, right? So like for us, you know, you can usually do anywhere from about 10 to 12 properties per person for residential. Um, so that's what we do. We, we buy it with the LLC, but then title it under one of the members of the LLC's name. Once they basically hit their capacity of how many properties they can have in that LLC, or in, under their name, then at that point, we can transfer them over to the LLC 
um, and then you can go from there. So each person, I believe, can have about 10 to 12 properties um, in their name, and then you can, again, move that over to your LLC. So I'm interested to see how this is going to turn out. Um, she is an out-of-state owner. Um, she did say that the unit is vacant now and that they're clearing it out from the previous tenants. Um, so I know there's some interest there for her to sell. She's had it on the market twice before, didn't sell it. I'm not sure what happened. So I'll be interested to see, you know, what the, what the issue was. Um, I will keep you guys posted. What I've been doing lately is, you know, kind of giving you guys the pre the preface of me going to the properties, kind of giving you the background of each deal. So you can kind of see how every deal is unique. Um, and then after the deal or after the walkthrough, I can jump back on. Um, and kind of give you the insight on what, what, what happened with this deal. So I will be touching base here shortly. Wish me luck. So back again, um, walked the subject property that we spoke about. Um, it's a solid house. Um, curious to see what they would like to sell it for. Um, he basically said, you know, they're not really into negotiating because he knows that, you know, they can get rent for it no matter what. Um, so, you know, if we're able to come up with a price, you know, that makes sense for them um, and for me, then they would be willing to consider it. Um, definitely seem motivated. I got there and the grass was, you know, over a foot tall and they were trying to get all the garbage and stuff out of there before. Um, I got there, you know, but I was able to get there and kind of see what was going on. Um, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I think that, you know, we could get a deal if we can be, if we can buy it for 110 or less, um, then it's a deal. And if it's going to be, you know, any higher than that, you know, it's going to be pushing it just because it does need a little bit of work. Um, you know, we need some paint, update the floors, uh, you know, whether we're going to do carpet or LVP throughout the whole thing, but structurally, you know, not really anything. Windows are outdated, but they're not leaking. So, you know, they're solid furnace is in good shape. Hot water heaters in good shape. Um, the roof could need updated, but again, it didn't look like it was leaking or anything. So I don't really think that, uh, it's something that needs immediate action. Um, you know, although for us, you know, one of the things that we like to do is when we do get in on a, on a something new or buy a, buy a, a new property, um, you know, we like to make sure the roof's good, you know, update the furnace or the hot water heater. You know, and that way we just don't have to come back um, and do it again once the tenant's moved in. Um, I like to be able to, you know, get the tenant in there and just um, get moved on, right? So, uh, not have to go back and update these things. And, you know, I, I have a pretty solid belief that if you put a good product out for people, um, that they're going to take care of it. So, you know, um, we'll see. Uh, I'm interested to see uh, what she says on a price. They listed it for 109 back in 2020. Um, so, you know, they might be interested in somewhere around that again. So if so, um, then then we're, we're good. We got a deal. Uh, like I said, it does need a little bit of work. So, you know, I'm not going to be able to go much higher than that, you know, just knowing that, you know, what it's going to cost for me to update it. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. I will keep you guys posted on how that deal goes. And I hope you all have a wonderful day and thank you for tuning in.